This month's podcasts are sponsored by Aubergine Legal. Do you sometimes worry that your business isn't meeting all its legal compliance requirements and wonder if you're ticking all the legal boxes? Are you losing sleep worrying about a piece of legislation that you may or may not be complying with? Perhaps you need some help with your client contracts or your data protection compliance. Or maybe you're worried that your website doesn't have the right documents or legal notices in the right place. Perhaps you have a brand that you want to protect with a trademark. How about if you could outsource it all and eliminate all of your worries? If so, then get in touch with Aubergine Legal, a friendly commercial legal consultancy offering practical and clear commercial legal advice without the overwhelming legal jargon, taking the worry away and helping you to protect your business and minimise your risks. Aubergine offers a free 30-minute consultation if you have any questions or want to find out if they can help. And you can access this link and book your free 30-minute call via the link in the show notes. Welcome to the Bring Your Product Ideas to Life podcast. Practical advice and inspiration to help you create and sell your own physical products. Here's your host, Vicky Weinberg. Hi, today I'm talking to Priya Khan from Little Crystal Minds. Priya is a mindfulness coach for children and parents, supporting families to pause, breathe, connect and feel calm through workshops and her mindful products. Priya actually started out just offering services and added on products to complement what she was already offering. So I think if you have a service business, that this episode might well get you thinking about how you could add products to what you offer too. Um, either way, this is a really interesting conversation. And I, as always, I hope you enjoy it. So without further ado, here's Priya. So hi Priya, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Could you please start by telling us a bit about yourself and your business? Yeah, sure. So my name's Priya. I am a mum of two boys. Um currently age 10 and 7 I have to think about that sometimes um and I run a mindfulness-based business so I run sessions to help predominantly parents and children and even teachers in schools find their moments of calm um, and just find ways to and tools to deal with the big emotions that come up in everyone's lives and I really started off working with children and it's just kind of grown from there Oh, thank you. And uh, yeah, I think we all need a bit of calm in our lives, <laughs> especially now. So yeah. actually, before we go on talk about anything else, it might be quite nice to actually talk a little bit about what mindfulness is um, for anyone who doesn't know and why it's so important. Because I think that's like the basis of your business. So that's probably a really good place to start, if that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. I think mindfulness is a bit of a buzzword at the moment, but I'm not sure everyone understands what it means. Um, and I like to just really simplify it. And I know when I do it with children, um, I just sort of say, you know, mindfulness is about you. It's about understanding what's going on in your world. So really being in the moment and being present and knowing what's happening with your thoughts, your feelings and your emotions, because a lot of the times we don't become in the moment where our thoughts are in the past and we're worried about what we've said or what we've done or what we've not done or we're worried about the future and what's going to happen and all of those can cause anxiety stress um, and it's just understanding those emotions and feelings and where they're coming from and it's not until we pay attention to ourselves that we can have that understanding and then have, have tools to deal with those emotions so mindfulness is just really having an understanding of emotions within us. Oh, that's a great overview. Thank you. So do you teach people the tools to 
be sort of be more mindful and be more in the moment absolutely that's exactly what it is it's just understanding um how we can know where why we feel certain ways so when we're angry you know where's that come from what does it feel like so what I want to re- reiterate is mindfulness isn't about pushing any emotions away we're not saying we have to be happy which I think people think mindfulness is about it's about being happy all the time it's not about that it's about being real and accepting emotions for what they are um, and just understanding them so whether we are angry or frustrated or annoyed you know all of those emotions are happy or sad it's okay to have every single emotion going but it's how we deal with them Um, and that's how I what I teach is kind of how we deal with those emotions so when we're angry we're not screaming and shouting or the kids aren't slamming doors Um, they kind of know what's going on within them because once we understand that we can deal with it a lot easier yeah that makes a lot of sense thank you so as well as the teaching you do I know that you have a number of physical products as well so do you mind just talking us through what those what those are first of all would be a good place yeah to start. sure so I have um a few products out in the moment so my first product is my mindfulness affirmation cards um and that really came from wanting to bring products in what I do into people's homes and the school setting um and I've really always worked with mainly primary school children and parents and so I wanted to bring cards or physical products to bring mindful moments because that's what I'm all about, mindful moments. I'm not um, a mindfulness coach that says you have to meditate for 20 minutes, half an hour a day. It's about bringing moments into your lives that you just have that awareness of what's going on. Um, and that's what worked for me because um, I don't have time to meditate for a long period of time. So I just do mindfulness moments in my lives and it's made a massive difference on my home and what I want to do is bring it into other people's homes. So the cards are just bringing moments. Um, so they're affirmation cards, positive affirmation cards for children. And they have a mindful activity to go with each card. Because I feel we can all say great things. You know, I am happy. I am creative. But really experiencing them really comes from an activity. So it's kind of brings an emotion sensation and everything all together so you really believe in yourself and it's not just something you say you actually have a physical activity to do with it and I imagine that's really helpful for teachers and parents as well to actually have the activity um, and also almost be guided through what they could be doing with the children yeah rather than just reading out a card yeah exactly and it's great for I always, always encourage the parents to do it as well because, you know, our children follow suit in what we do. So if we can practice the cards or practice mindfulness or affirmations, they will more likely do it themselves as well. So it's great family um, activity to do together. Maybe once a week I sort of have an I am calm and it's a breathing exercise. And so at the end of the week, we I encourage families to talk about how where in your day that you didn't feel calm and you can bring in that breathing exercise just to help you calm down um, and for parents to talk about when they've had times where they've needed to use the breathing exercise so the children then do the same as well and what I found is that um, families really found conversation about emotions and feelings because um, sometimes it's quite difficult to get that out of your children whereas when you use the cards it kind of naturally comes part of it 
So it sounds like these are a really nice tool for families who are working with you when you're not actually there to have, you know, to have that little bit, to have that resource basically in their home. As you say, they can carry on the work that they're doing with you, without you, if you see what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's where they came from. It was more for the families I did work with to then have a tool that they can take home and use because I can teach the parents but they're not you know what life's like it life just runs away with you and you just don't have time to sit down with your children and teach them what you've learned um so it's just nice to have these simple easy tangible tools that you can just read quite easily and was this product something families asking you for or something you came up with or a bit of both more so I think I came up with um yeah I think I just wanted to have a product that encompassed a lot of what I do into one set um because I just felt I couldn't reach everyone in terms of my sessions that I ran you know I did it very localized as well and I wanted to kind of give tools to anyone and everyone that needed it so I just that's where the kind of mindfulness affirmation bots came from just because I wanted to be able to provide it to as many people as I could I had friends and family that lived nowhere near me like I can't come to any of your sessions um and so it was just a way of helping them as well all right so were your sessions all in person yes oh see i've got i've got a mix we were causing this um just to give people context in october the first of october and um for so long everything's been online you almost forget there was a time when we did things in person yeah absolutely (laughs) so now these cards have been out for a while now i think over a year a year and a half i think now um so pre-pandemic when i did run my sessions face to face it goes to show, doesn't it, that I honestly forgot there was a time when you used to be able to see people in real life. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Oh, and I miss that so much. I really, really miss the face-to-face sessions because you just get so much more from it than I think the online sessions. Um, especially for me, I like to have that energy from my client. Yeah. And I know that we are getting a little off topic, but are your sessions online now? Are you still offering sessions? Um, not as many um sessions online and the ones I do offer I'm working with a friend and colleague and we're running sessions for adults not so much for the children because I think I have the products for the children um and we're just running self-care sessions for adults because I think everyone needs to kind of look after themselves and one of my kind of mantras is you've got to take care of yourself before you can give to others and as parents I think we're all run down and stressed and we don't take care of our own needs so these sessions are really to help parents or anyone who's going through a lot during these times just to have some self-care so they are self-massage techniques that my friend does who's a wonderful masseuse Um, And then I do a guided mindful meditation um, for whoever's on the sessions just to really kind of ease their minds and their bodies. So it's a mind-body combination. Well, that sounds nice. And yeah, so needed. And I agree as well that actually it's really hard to engage children online. That's what I find out with my two anyway. They just, you just can't hold their attention, even if it's something they're interested in. Um, It just doesn't work, does it? Well, I don't think... And it's quite difficult with mindfulness because it's all about being calm and relaxed. And to do that online, I find I found it um, challenging, I guess, with the children because, you know, they're not going to sit there and just listen to you. They need activities to be doing constantly. 
um, and it's quite difficult because it's all about you know focusing on your breath um, noticing what's going on in your surrounding and it's just so much more easier to do face-to-face with children I think I think so I mean there were so many distractions at home aren't there and yeah. sorry because I went completely off topic then but I was just quite curious um, <laughs> so coming back to your products so your affirmation cards for your first products so do you mind talking yeah. us through the others so the next um set of cards are what I call my happy notes and so the affirmation cards are obviously affirmations is things that you say to yourself so I am kind I'm happy I'm calm and the happy notes are cards I wanted for parents mainly um, but anyone to give children or other people a little boost so I think a lot of our self-belief comes from what people tell us you know from the carers the people that we sort of look up to and I wanted they're kind of lunchbox notes really so it's kind of sort of letting children know how you feel about them but they're more tangible they see it they can feel it it's words that are written down because I think we could say to our children I love you you're the best kid in the world you're so amazing but it kind of goes in one ear and out the other whereas when they receive these cards in their lunchbox it's more of a surprise maybe a little note written at the back of it there's so much more that comes from it and I just get the feedback that you know children have like tears in their eyes when they see a little note by their bedside table or at the breakfast table just given to them Um, and there's 36 cards so there's loads to choose from and that just really affirm your child rather than them affirming themselves. I think that's a really lovely idea that makes me want to cry just thinking about it I think it's so lovely. Thank you. And it was just a really simple idea that came because I think it was, again, you know, it's lovely for people to affirm, but you've really got to, it's got to start with the people that care about them the most, you know, and I hear so many people that say they remember that one teacher that just had that belief in them. And this is what these cards are, just showing children or anyone that there's someone that's in your corner that champions you, that really, really believes in you, no matter what happens in your life or what you do, you know, you're not going to be perfect. But to believe in yourself, you always need someone to have that belief in you as well. Absolutely, yeah. You need to know you've got someone in your corner, whether that's a parent yeah. or because they were a teacher. But yeah, ideally, it's a parent and it's dying at home. So yeah, mm. I think these are I think these are lovely, and I could actually see they could work well in schools as well. I suppose they could be quite nice little. Yeah, rather than yeah. your gold star, you can just give a like. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. yeah, there's so many uses for them. So if you don't mind it'd be nice to talk a little bit about sort of the process of sort of creating your products and obviously we don't need to go into huge detail but um overall how did you find so you decided you wanted to create something physical and Mm. so so going from the idea of okay I want to create these cards to actually having them you know there to hold how did you find that process um, so the first set of cards that I did, I mean, it was quite a longer process because I've obviously I've never done it before. Um, and just trying to source because I'm an ideas person, you know, I can come up with the suggestions and write, but putting it all together and getting someone to create your vision can be quite challenging. So it's just finding the right person um, and also allowing it to evolve you know, don't have kind of a set way of what you expect, you know, because with the cards, it was just an idea of, like I said, having an affirmation and then a mindful activity. And then it turned into, let's have one for one, an alphabet, an affirmation for each alphabet, letter of the alphabet. And then it was like, well, let's have an animal character to go with each affirmation. And it just really evolved. Um, and then that becomes kind of your unique 
because there's so many affirmation cards out there it just makes you a little bit more unique so it's having someone that works with you it's very difficult to do these things on your own I think so making sure you find the right people to help you and support you I find really helped with producing the cards because then you can also bounce ideas because you have as someone that makes products you have all these ideas and it's actually just honing down on what actually people would want to see um, and it's nice to have someone or a few people just to talk about that with that sounds great so you had a designer did you that helped you with the yeah. overall yeah. look and feel yeah so I had a designer and she worked wonderful she completely got my concept um, and helped me kind of produce what it is today yeah because I guess for something like that the design's actually really important obviously the content is, is important but I guess like you say the design is what makes you different what makes you stand out and what potentially makes someone choose yours over someone else's so it sounds like yeah that's absolutely key yeah absolutely and also I think when you've got the designers even just stuff when it comes to the paper the card you know how it needs to fit on you know the design and when it goes to the printers and talking to the printers I mean I have no idea of any of that and I think when you produce your own product and an entrepreneur you've got so much to think about and you need guidance it's so difficult to learn everything on your own so it's just really important to have people there to support you yeah and so did your designer have the relationship with the printer already was that something she was able to help you through so I searched printers and then she spoke to them and she was able to sort of say yeah they'll be great for what you're looking for or she can just tell by the way they asked what questions they asked or what questions she asked whether they would be the right printers or not whereas I would have no idea <laughs> yeah no that's and that's understandable though because it's really hard because if you don't know about paper and ink and colors and that sort of thing which let's face it a lot of us don't to even know what to ask is is really hard yeah. let alone knowing if you're getting you know sensible answers it's kind of like you know if you get someone in to do work in your house I always think it's like and you might have someone come in and say oh, you need to do this to your roof or you don't know do you no exactly kind of take their word for it so it's really hard it's fantastic you found someone who knew what they were doing and was able to help you through that and what kind of feedback have you had like from from your customers on on the products you've got so far um really good feedback it's been um really delightful just hearing the testimonials that have come back you know I've had with the cards you know both parents and children you know children that have gone into school showing their teachers the cards and you know because they've been reading them with their parents each day or each week um and then the teachers have bought them because they've just the child has come in and you know been parents said he's your biggest fan you know absolutely loves it he's sitting there reading them doing the exercises themselves and then I've had parents that have said you know um, a mum was doing it with their child and the father was listening and he joined in because it was just such a lovely moment to have those conversations and talk about the emotions and feelings and just make it into a positive um routine in their lives and just how much of a difference it's made just to bring those conversations in and just help children just to understand their emotions and just feel a bit a little bit more confident within themselves that's lovely um and so where are your products available to sell to buy sorry so if someone's listening and, and they're interested where, where are you selling them at the moment 
So they are on a number of sites. So you can go through my website um, at www.littlecrystalminds.co.uk and they're on my shop there. Um, or All by Mama and Etsy. Okay, thank you. So Priya, what, um, so obviously you sell services and products, which is quite unique. Um, I say quite unique, I know other people do it, but um, a lot of people we've spoken to so far have only sold products. So I'm really interested to know what you enjoy about selling products and how it compares to delivering services. Um, I think with the products, it's definitely the testimonials that I get um, and families, people using them within their families or teachers that come back and say they've used it within their school setting. And just... I think when you have a product of your own, just every sale you kind of do a little happy dance with. And it's just a nice feeling of knowing that, you know, you could be sleeping at night and then you sold something uh, when you wake up and you've noticed that you've made a little bit of money just by, you know, when you're in your sleep. So it's just really nice to have something there that, um, one for me, because I'm just so passionate about it, is making a difference in people's lives. But also, it's bringing in some sort of money stream as well. And where the workshops, I absolutely love the workshops, um, and I get a lot from them because you can really see the benefits that they have um, for yourself. I feel there's a lot more work that goes into workshops because I'm very bespoke with everybody I work with. I don't have a one size fits all with what I teach I really work with each person individually or each group individually and that means there's a lot of work in the background before I even get to do the workshop and especially in this climate now everything's online um, I find it even more difficult so it's just nice to have those products available as well. Yeah and I guess it's really nice for people who perhaps would you know like to do a workshop somewhere along the line it's not possible right now but at least they can take away something they can have these tools that to start them on their mindfulness journey because that's yeah, really absolutely. nice too. Yeah you don't have to have any background of mindfulness or anything for my products at all it's all in them they're self-explanatory um, and you know they're for four five six year olds so anyone can use them and it's just nice that actually it's not just children that have been using them. When I've sold them um, at Christmas markets, you know, people have bought them for their sisters or the, for their friends that are just into, you know, affirmations and positive mindset or are just feeling down and struggling in life and just think that, that these cards can really help boost them. That's really nice. Did you, did you anticipate that when you created them? In your mind, were they just for children and families or did you ever anticipate that they'd be used by such a range of people? No, not at all. It wasn't until I actually sold them um, at the markets where you can be face to face that people were was saying that they would really love to buy them for other adults. And actually I thought, oh, there could be another market for another set of cards or just even these cards. It doesn't matter. Even for me, I felt the feel was for the younger children with the animal characters um, and the way they were written. We really wrote them to be very simplified for the younger children um so to know that it doesn't matter that they can benefit anybody was just really lovely and I guess that's one of the benefits of sort of being able to do markets back when people could do that and actually see who's buying your products was very often you don't actually know when people are buying online and you just have a name and a shipping address you don't actually mm. know who's buying them so I guess that's that's really nice to see as well and as you say and perhaps an opportunity for another product along the line as well 
yeah exactly it's when you do these face-to-face conversations it's market research i suppose isn't it that people actually look at it and talk about it and then they can kind of give you some ideas or they give you suggestions and you yeah or it just brings up um other creative juices within you that you think oh there's another opportunity here Yes. And speaking of other opportunities, I know that you're working on another project right now. And by the time this episode goes out, the product will be um, available. So I'd love if you could tell us a bit more about it. Oh, yes. Um, Really, really excited about this project. So again, it's using all the tools that I've had with um, used with children and putting it into a box. So it's a mindful box of calm. And really what I've wanted, and it's an idea I've had for a couple of years now, so I'm really pleased that I'm actually making that step to produce it. Um, And I know when I've done my sessions with children in the past, there's certain tools that they really gravitate towards. And what I wanted was for children to have a box um, of tools where they can just really understand their emotions and use a sense it's like a sensory box um, but a mindful sensory box so it's very holistic natural um, products that the children can use like a singing bowls and crystals aromatherapy um, but I've also produced activity sheets so they can understand how to use it uh, breathing exercises and it's um it's a tool I want parents to use instead of like the naughty step or go to your room and not know how to handle the big emotions that children have. So it's kind of their pacifier for their emotions and a kind of a go-to box to handle these big, crazy emotions that not only children have, we all have. So yeah, that sounds lovely. And again, it sounds like another product that could work really well for adults and older children as, as well as younger ones. Yes, actually, um, I am producing two boxes. So I am producing one for six plus um, and then for your teens and tweens box as well. So you do have, so they're written slightly different for the younger children. um, And then you've got those for the teenagers as well, because I think teenagers could really do with a boost in, they go through so much with their hormones and emotions at that age that they have a little box to go to. So the box that I'm producing is kind of your starter kit um with the kind of big items that will really help you deal or children deal with their emotions but what i'm hoping down the line is that i can then if it takes off and does really well that i can do some sort of um subscription box so you can add to your starter kit because it's quite a big box and then you can monthly or every other month have more tools to your box well, that's a really nice idea. Yeah, I think that sounds fantastic. And I will, in the show notes this episode, I will link directly to the product page so that people can go and take a look right away. Um, you. But you know that I am going to ask a few nuts and bolts questions now, which I hope you don't mind. So, no, um, so I'd love to know how you went about sort of pulling together all the items that go inside the box. Yeah. So how so did you select them and how did you, yeah, find, find them? Yeah, so um, I listened to your podcast. on sourcing um and just yeah just tried to find ways of knowing where to go best places and your podcasts were amazing I have to say they really really gave me some really useful tips in sourcing companies um and how to position it as well so I used some of your tips and tools um and just I 
well actually I say I knew what I wanted in the box but I have such a large amount of products that I would love to add hence why I think I might do a subscription box and I just had to hone down into four or five products that I thought would really benefit children and what I want to do is use all the senses so your sight um, hearing feeling all of that so you're using all the senses within and then I just researched um, suppliers um, as much as I could and just tried to find people that kind of fitted with my brand as well Oh, that's amazing. And by the way, thank you for the feedback. So I had no idea you were going to say that, but that's really nice. So made me I like that. Thank <laughs> yeah, you. No, it was brilliant. It really, really helped me just kind of, because like you, like you say, you know, I'm not, I'm an ideas person, but actually putting the box together, which is why I haven't done it for two years, because it just scared me and knowing where to go um, and how to even start sourcing it. So yeah, just listening to your podcast really kind of gave me that push. Oh, thank you so much. And I'm so pleased that you've gone and done it. And I, I can completely see why you'd be daunted. And it's not just one product. It's like five, from what you're saying, five separate products that you've had to source. That's a big job. Yeah, and yeah did, absolutely. More, actually, because I've got two boxes and they've got different products in them. Oh, of course. <laughs> and um, I assume as well that, well, did you manage to get them all from the same supplier? Or were you looking at, or were they from different suppliers? Because I guess logistically... That's yeah they're all different suppliers yeah exactly and one supplier um isn't from this country because it's a singing bowl and you just can't get the singing bowls yeah. here um and so I had things like custom tax like stuff I just have no clue about um so just trying to understand that side of things because I think when you produce a box with different from different suppliers you know the cost just understanding costs and is it gonna be worth you know financially being able to um, make some money from it you just don't know because there's so many additional costs in everything you do isn't there that you don't realize it's not just about supplying it and there's marketing there's printing there's the actual boxes themselves and it's just understanding all of that and again your podcast really helped me understand um, and I think you have some downloads as well, don't you? I do, yeah. What, what it all entails. I do, and thank you for mentioning those. I will also link those in the show notes. It's, um, it sounds like I've paid you to say this, but I promise I haven't. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you haven't at all. <laughs> and then I guess it's the time as well, because are you sort of manually collating the boxes once you have all the products, or, or are you getting that done elsewhere? No, I'll be doing that, because I really want to make them... Um, unique and individualized so to start with i am having a small number of boxes um produced because i think i've learned from my first set so when i did the mindfulness affirmation cards um it's cheaper to buy more um but then you have a whole load of um boxes that you've got to try and sell and then it can be disheartening when you've got these boxes sitting there and you're not selling them as much as you thought or as quickly as you thought you would. So what I want to do is just have a small number of boxes and see how well they go. And if they take off, then I'll be producing more. So I think I'll just be kind of putting them together myself to start with. 
Yeah, and I think it's also a nice idea to start off small because you can get some feedback on the boxes as well and the things that are inside them. And if you have to make tweaks, at least you haven't got hundreds of something sitting around with no use for it. So I think that's a really smart move because you may find when you put them out that people say, oh, actually, could this product be slightly different? And then you've still got the opportunity now by starting small to make any changes that you need to before you do another batch. So I think that's really, I mean, that's a really good idea with so many components. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I've learned that from the other two, where I did kind of go a bit crazy with the numbers that I kind of ordered. And then if there were any tweaks I wanted to make, you know, it's not really worth it until I've sold out of those and then starting again. So yeah, it's just from trial and error, I think, which happens but then it's lovely to have these sort of sessions where you kind of learn from other people's mistakes <laughs> yeah absolutely because when I mean, we've let's face it we have all made them and I think for printed products I can totally see why you would go for a high number because the, you know the higher the volume the, the costs really go down so yeah I can totally see why a higher print run makes sense yeah. and yeah, um, that's I've got in these um, boxes that I've got now the they're costing me so much because I am just doing a small number Whereas if I kind of tripled it, the cost would go down dramatically. But I just think it's worth doing now just because I do want to kind of get the feedback first. Yeah, it's always worth doing a bit of testing. And also, it sounds like it's been like a huge task to put everything together. But um, as I'm sure that you'll you'll recognise next time, it's just going to be so much easier because you've done most of the hard work now. So for any sort of subsequent products you want to add or change, you've done the bulk of it. So, yeah. Yeah. So it does Definitely. get easier. I mean, that's something I say to people a lot. It honestly does get easier the more the more that you do. Um, so we talked about your new products. So what would be good to talk about? If there's if are there any sort of challenges that you've encountered during the process, or anything that anything that you've learned? I mean, you you talked then about learning from other people's mistakes. Is there anything that you'd like to share that you think people might be able to learn from? Um. I, this time round, have got myself a mentor, a wonderful, wonderful mentor um, that's helping me with making sure kind of I have put the right processes into box. And I think that's quite valuable for people if they are kind of setting up a new product or, or a new business as such to have someone to support them, make them accountable for what they're doing, but also guide them because it is quite difficult to do it on your own and know every process that comes up, especially once you've got your product, just even marketing is another minefield and having someone that can help you through it um, makes all the difference just to give you ideas and suggestions. You still got to do all the work. Don't, don't get me wrong. They don't do any of that, but it's just someone to help you, um and make sure you're going on the right track because it also saves you time because there's so much out there that you could research everything but it's a minefield on what's out there and what's the right way or the wrong way so definitely having someone supporting me makes a massive difference good thank you and um one final question if that's okay which is what is your number one piece of advice for anyone else wanting to start selling products um, I would say find your tribe. Find people that are going through a similar experience to you because it can be quite difficult and quite lonely um, and you can get disheartened quite a lot and actually everyone's going through the same process. So finding people that understand your challenges, your pain points um, really helps because also they help you um, 
like you say, everyone makes mistakes and they've probably made mistakes and you can just ask the question and they can help and support you and guide you as well and vice versa. And it's just nice to have a community. So that would be my top tip is don't do it alone. Find your tribe, find your community to help you. And I think I've done that and I'm going to just plug them. The All by Mama group um, have been brilliant for me. I've had a few communities that I've gone to in the past, um, but I think it's difficult to find the one that you kind of connect with and just keep trying. That's great advice. Thank you. And you know, you'll know that I'm part of All by Mama as well. And I also think that it's a great community. Um, but whatever community you choose, I agree, it's invaluable. And this has come up in same, with so many guests that I've spoken to recently. Because um, as you say, it's just really nice to have people that have been there, done it before and can you can learn from their mistakes. Or um, you can find out that actually that mistake that you've made isn't the end of the world. Because that's something else as well. I think mm. if you're completely out on your own. It's really easy to get disheartened and think you've messed up or there's no way forward and so that encouragement as well I think is so important to just someone to say it's okay I did this and you know you get over it and it'll be okay yeah really important absolutely and that's what uh, having the community is about is supporting you um and it's the same with parenting isn't it it's exactly the same like you think oh no I've just I've just done the worst thing in the world and we go we've all been there we've all done that you know you get through it and it's the same when you've got your own products or your own business you're going to make mistakes and just having people there just to help you through them makes all the difference absolutely well thank you so much yeah find your tribe is brilliant advice thank you okay so i am going to link over in the show notes this episode to your website your social media um and to your new calm boxes so people can go and take a look because they will be available when this episode is published um so thank you so much for being here thank you so much for sharing your story and everything you've done um and your mistakes (laughs) because like you say it's it's fantastic to um just have some honest conversations and find out what it's really like to to just create your own products yeah absolutely thank you no thank you for having me um yeah it's been really enjoyable it's been lovely thank you so much Priya and myself really hope that you enjoyed listening to this episode and as always I would love to hear from you. You can email me vicky at tinychipmunk.com or you can find me on Instagram at Vicky Weinberg Product Creation. Um, take care and have a lovely week. 
If you've been inspired to start a podcast in 2024, I really recommend my podcast host, Captivate. Captivate were my top pick when I started podcasting four years ago because of how easy it was for a complete novice like me to get started. I've stuck with them for the last four years because Captivate is still really simple to use. They keep adding great new features like the ability to share ads like these and they've just been really reliable. So when you're ready to start your own podcast, you can use the link in the show notes and get a free seven day trial with Captivate.